1: In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. Don't forget, before we get started, as I always do, many glorious things to do right here in Mississippi. Go to visit mississippi.org to find out what I am talking about. All right, in our biz, talent and hard work are a serious recipe for the cream rising. And today's guest is like Cream brulee, baby. A big old Woo! hit songwriter, that's what I'm talking about, for quite a number of household names. But of course, he had to take it to another level, and now is an author of his latest project. The fun and fast-paced rock and roll memoir shows what it takes to go from South Detroit. Music City has been so good to him. In In his book, Party Like a Rock Star, he charts his life from a kid growing up in Michigan to a chart-topping songwriter living in Music City and working with country stars like Keith Urban and Kenny Chesney, etc. And I dig the cover, and I dig this man. So let's get to it right now with the one and only J.T.
3: Harding. (laughs) J.T. not have to be Steve. Fell Monday. See what it, an JT. intro. Put that on the cover. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in your car, flash your light. If you're at work, drum on your desk. And if you're still in bed, dance on your back. We're going to party like an Azog. This is JT Harding in live in front of your naked, steaming earlobes. Woo. What's happening?
1: <laughs> JT. JT, JT, JT. You know, I don't know what it is about the state of Michigan. I don't know. Once you guys are, like, thawed out something happens and you just let go. Am I right?
3: Yes. Yeah, so they call it Detroit Rock City. You know, it's the city that put the world on wheels. There's Motown. There's potholes big enough to eat cereal out of. I mean, what's not to like? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but thanks so much. And I love that you mentioned the, the book there, Party Like a Rock Star. It is out now everywhere. And as you said, I was born and raised in South Detroit. You know, Steve, probably yeah. like you, I did not know it anybody in the music business. I just knew I wanted to be a songwriter. Yeah. And so if there's any future hit makers listening, this book is for you. What's happening? And also, we're going to be down there rocking the Palm Coast Festival, baby. Oh, that's
1: right. You and me, baby. We're going to be there. I'm looking forward to it. I did it last year. It works out in my schedule. I don't always get to go hang with all my old friends. I know you and I never spent time in a writing room. I know we have mutual friends that we both did along the way. But uh, I love that festival, the Palm song songwriting festival is awesome Uh, we go from the Caddyshack with the Murray Brothers 30 miles away it's perfect and uh, we did it last year our man Gary Luby just puts on a great event there and and Palm Coast is awesome it's laid back cool it's a part of, uh, you know, around St. Augustine and that area that I'd never been to until last year. So is this your first year, JT, or how many?
3: It is, man, and I can't wait. I just love being around country fans. I love telling the stories behind the songs. And, hey, man, uh, like my song uh, for Darius Rucker says, Beers and Sunshine. We're going to have a lot of beers and sunshine <laughs> down there. I cannot wait. <laughs> well, I love it. Some
1: of the blowfish will be there. Darius is sometimes there at the Caddyshack. Yeah, just depends nice, nice. on his schedule. I, te- I,
3: te- I texted him, you know, because I wrote Beers and Sunshine. Sunshine With him, and he wrote back, New number, who it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Boys, how easy they forget. No, well, I, I, I'm not going to pretend that I know him that well, but what a class act, and I can't wait to get down there and start rocking again, you know?
1: Hey, listen, here's the deal, JT, talking to JT Harding. Anytime you bear your all with someone in a writing room, you know, it's a level of uh emotional connection that you get very close so but he does he's not he's not the best at numbers and he still owes me 45 bucks on the golf course just f y <laughs>
3: you know it's funny you say that steve and i'm going to obviously be plug- plugging my book a lot because yes. as you can tell you can tell by my leopard uh suit that i wear that i hate attention i talk about that in my, in my book how I, don't, I think if you worked at a dentist's office, which is great, or a car company, all these things that are respectable, obviously, and hard to do, but in songwriting, you can meet a total stranger in a writing room and everybody just bears their souls. Yeah. And I've, I've never had another job like that. Like, uh, there's a, I didn't write the song, but I, there's a story in my book. This girl came into her co-write one day and this is not a joke. She was bawling her eyes out because apparently the guy that she slept with gave her, you know, an STD and <laughs> they ended up turning this terrible situation. Her co-writers just said, tell us about it. And they ended up writing this giant pop song called Consequences, even though they were here in Michigan, and for all you future songwriters listening, you can take, you know, crazy experiences or things that feel like the end of the world and turn them into a to a great song, so, uh, you know, yeah. that's what's great about songwriting. You can bare your soul, you get to know somebody, and uh, also, you know, never trust anyone that can spell gonorrhea without autocorrect, I guess, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, you've got to, you know, co-writing and being completely open uh, to great things that happen when you're writing songs.
1: You're talking medical terms on In a Mississippi Minute. It's allowed. I just want you to know that. All right. Second, <laughs> yes. second, I've got doctors in my family. i got a son that's being a doc- becoming a doctor. Yeah. Obviously, nothing like, Minute, yeah. nothing like yes, his dad. Nothing like his dad.
3: Yeah,
1: Hey, JT, talking to JT Harding. His book, Party Like a Rock Star, as I said before, charts his life from a kid growing up in Michigan to a chart tar, chart chart top writing songwriter living in music city. Let's go back to that little kid in the garage. Tell me what it was like and when sort of the music thing sort of, uh, you know, and when it bit you, when did the bug bite yeah.
3: you? Oh, that's a great question. For those you. of you, you. just t- tuning in, in case you need to know, I've, I've uh, had number one hits, Blake Shelton, Keith Thurman, Kenny yeah. Chesney, Darius yeah. Rucker, yeah. Jake Owen, Goo Goo Dolls, Fallout Boy, Jonas Brothers. So anyway, just to give you a little background, I loved, Listening to the radio, jumping around with a hockey stick for a guitar. And Steve, then MTV comes booming into my living room and it blew my mind. I felt like Dorothy going from black and white Kansas to Technicolor Oz and the Wizard of Oz. I wanted to crawl inside the TV and be a part of this world. How do you do that? So I put a band together in sixth grade, battle of bands and all that. I did not, I, I had an instinct that I had to write my own songs. So I looked on the back of my CDs and they all said Los Angeles. So I went out to Los Angeles with a couple hundred bucks, and that's why if you want the real story, you know, read the book. Yeah, but no, no, check it out. I made my first demo tape. So the bug bit me very early on. I just, it was just something that, like most people, music just electrified me. I made my first demo tape in Los Angeles with money that I won on VH1 Rock and Roll Jeopardy. I oh, it was so on. easy because I no, wa- yeah, because I watched so many videos. It was easy. So I have this demo tape, but I don't know anybody, and I can't get into record companies, and no one is calling me back. There wasn't any internet then. So you know what I did? I borrowed a FedEx jacket from this girl I knew, her, her roommate worked at FedEx. And like Obi-Wan Kenobi walking no into the Death Star, my friend, I walked past every security gate, past every record guy chewing on a golf tee, right to the mailroom and popped my demo bing 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 bing, into every single mailbox. Every record company in L.A. You did not. Of course I did. And if you think that didn't get me noticed, you're wrong. The cops were after me for weeks, but uh, (laughs) it did get me noticed. You know, there's a greeting card that said that says, "Well behaved women never make history," and I say, "Well, neither do well behaved songwriters." So I ended up getting a record deal that fell through. That's another reason why I wrote my book. My heart's been broken more than the uh, ice cream machine at McDonald's by this business, but you know, you persevere. You keep going. I started working for a band called Lincoln Park. They started letting me open for them, and someone saw me, and I ended up getting a a publishing deal because I was writing all the time. And by the way, when Lincoln Park let me open for them, Steve, to anyone listening, if you've never stood alone on a stage with a guitar... In the spotlight, in front of thirty thousand people, right. and they're all cha- and they're all chanting, "You suck, you suck." It's quite <laughs> magical. I recommend it to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I got booed off every night. It was incredible. No, you
0: did not.
3: You oh, I did. did. In not. my book, there's a picture. I was bleeding from my head one night. Anything not tied down was being thrown at me because it was slip knot. And then Slipknot. Lincoln Park, and, one, and I would go on, and yeah, it was like total heavy metal. And I would go in be- on between them singing my little, you know, country songs on an acoustic guitar. In my book, there's a picture of Chester, bless his heart. He's Passed away the singer of Lincoln Park, but he came out on stage to rescue me. He's got his arm around me, and there's blood dripping from my head. It was incredible. Well, here's what happened, Steve, and then I'll take a breath. The crowd was booing me, and so I said, okay, okay, it was in Kansas. I said, does anyone here like Ozzy Osbourne? And they all went crazy cheering, and I said, okay, well, here's a little bit of Joan Osbourne. What if God was one of us? Oh, they booed me and threw everything they could at me. It was incredible. <laughs> oh man. And I live yeah, my book is better than a backstage pass. It's well, the real yeah, it stories, is. people it is. party like a rock star out right now. And it's all true.
1: The word let me find a word here. Uh extremely <laughs> extremely insensitive and vulnerable at the same time you have to be semi nuts in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've got to be naive. Yeah. And in our business, you have to do things. You have to ask things that you, you you know, that your meter, that your common sense meter says, I can't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. It is when you do it. When you put the FedEx jacket on and you do that, now if you would have put a USPS jacket on and done that, you would still be in prison. <laughs> we're gonna visit, we're gonna come <laughs> yeah. right back with <laughs> JT Harding. I'm gonna be hanging Woo! with him in the Palm Coast Songwriter Festival, Palm Coast, Florida. You gotta check it out. Uh, it is at the end of April into the beginning of May. It's a lot of fun. A lot of our friends are there. We have a great time. You can go online check it out. I'm Steve Azario on Mississippi Minute. Don't go nowhere. JT is just don't go anywhere, out. people. Yeah.
4: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com.
2: Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The
5: Handyman Show on Supertalk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Discount Gun Safe says the Browning safes have arrived. Too many, in fact. Security Joe's warehouse is bursting at the seams, and he's having a huge sale to make room for his Hummer. For a limited time only, choose a Browning Sporter, Rawhide, Hog, or Silver Series Gun Safe, all with overstock price discounts. Take advantage of a special shipment of Browning Hog 49 gun capacity safes, discounted hundreds of dollars just for this sale. Whether you need a high capacity safe for that expensive gun collection, or have just a few guns, important paper, jewelry, or cash, Discount Gun Safe has something to fit any size and budget. Need it delivered? If you live less than 100 miles from the store, delivery starts at just $100. Put your tax refund to good use by purchasing a Browning safe at the lowest prices of the year. See these and other safes by visiting the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, Mississippi, or call 601-939-8233. That's 601-939-8233.
2: Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you
4: Spring is coming, but West Nile virus is already in central Mississippi. Hi, this is Joe Rooks. Come by our Clinton Revel Ace Hardware location this Saturday, February 26th from 7 a.m. until noon. Revel Ace will be giving away Spartan Mosquito, Protech, and Spartan Go to the first 500 customers. See you this Saturday at Revel Ace Hardware, 730 Clinton Parkway in Clinton, Mississippi.
0: In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. You're
1: better than the best. I'm lucky just to linger in. At Mississippi.org is it. Check it out. I'm with J.T. Harding. His new book, Party Like a Rock Star. He's written hits, like you said, big, huge. Smash number ones for with Google Dolls. To Darius Rucker. To Keith Urban. To Blake Shelton. To Kenny Chesney. Woo. We can go on and on and on. Hey, when did the Google's Doll thing happen?
3: Uh, it was a few years ago. You know, of course, before uh, the world changed, before quarantine. And I wrote a song called Alone With You that Jake Owen put out with two great songwriters, Shane McAnally. Uh, he sure. was going to join me today, but he had a had a tanning appointment. But anyway, uh, and also Cat <laughs> Gravit, and I was just in New York writing songs. I love traveling. I think it's very important as a songwriter to sure. travel, to sure. take breaks, to recharge. And he heard Alone With You, and he was in a studio over, and uh, he just said we should write sometime. And we wrote a song called When the World Breaks Your Heart, and it's on, I think, the album before last. But, you know, I'm such a Goo Goo Dolls fan because I've only ever seen them on MTV and their their song from you know they had these gigantic sorry gigantic songs that are all over the radio and then you're just sitting there eye to eye with the guy and he looks incredible i mean he looks like you know, Justin Bieber's dad, but I mean right. that as a compliment. <laughs> <It> <laughs> and, and just when he would sing, it was similar to writing with Darius. Uh, when Johnny Resnick of the Goo Goo Dolls sings in the room, it just sounds like it's already on the radio. So I had to be very careful to make sure it was actually good because his voice is so familiar and, and so good. Let me go back a second. You know, sure. gosh darn it, I wish I could reprint my book now. What you said was so clever and smart how Uh-oh. in the music business you have to be. Not sensitive because you get turned down so many times by everybody, no no, no you're not good enough, and then absolutely vulnerable when you're writing songs so you can get down to the core of of writing a song that touches millions of people. I just had right. to touch back on that see that was that was a fantastic. I wish that was in my book party like a party like an azar yeah. hey, you're
1: going to go you're going to go to version two you're gonna go to you know it's gonna happen it's like a series on netflix you're probably gonna have 10 10 books party like a rock i star. hope so i hope so yeah party like a you know it's gonna just go on and on we're talking to jt Harding. gotta check his oh. book out party like a rock star it's out everywhere everybody check it out palm coast somewhere yeah, a
3: lot of people say where can i get it this is a real book people i did you know i didn't <laughs> go to kinko's and i love out. the cover oh. i
1: love the cover
3: love it yeah that's on um, a picture i'm breaking it a guitar on the cover That's a picture of me in the eighth grade battle of bands, which luckily my brother used to say to me, why are you you saving all these newspaper clippings? And I'm like, you know, maybe one day it'll be in a magazine. I mean, I never dreamt it would be a book. And then uh, the font on the cover is there was a radio station in Detroit called WRIF and everyone would collect their stickers. They had all the band names on the stickers. Other kids were trading baseball cards. I was coveting the WRIF stickers and that's the font and, uh, the book company, they're called Hachette Publishing, uh-huh. they, they just knocked the cover out of the park. I yeah. just sent them the basic ideas, and so it's, it's super fun, you know?
1: You know, I've got a, a very uh, large admiration in my heart and soul for Michigan. I want to just break it to you. My, my partner in my record label since 2006 is, uh, was a um, uh, mogul from Detroit. Uh, met Woo! him at uh, Gino Toretto's Celebrity Golf Event in Miami back in the day, many wow. years ago. And uh, Hi, Gino
3: he, Toretto Golf Event. Not only do we have golf clubs, we have machine guns and all the yeah. guys. Thank you. Gosh, <laughs> g- sounds like, g- sounds g- like something from Listen, the Godfather. I know. Don't well, cancel me. Don't cancel me. I'm just making a joke, people.
1: <laughs> hey, so anyway, we uh, became dear friends, and we've had some great, cool success together. When I left Universal, we... We really sort of figured out a niche for me and the way that i could just continue and i've made records on other folks as well but with that said our little label ride has been rolling since 2006 or 7 and he's from yeah. detroit yeah he's great man great guy love him like a brother and uh we've had a lot of fun together also um when you get the call to go spend about 50 plus glorious nights with bob Seeger on the road we did it uh back in oh six oh seven a lot of fun I just, you know, a kid rock. Wow. I mean, just a lot of, you know, Eminem was on the Super Bowl the other night. It was pretty cool. Just a it's lot incredible. of, great, you know, Jeff Daniels, I love watching his commercials about Michigan. What is it definitely, about Michigan definitely. folks that just seem to, uh, they want to scream Michigan from the top of their lungs? You
3: know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, Godmother. Yes. What is it? Well, first of all, first of all, the lakes are, you know, uh, they're fresh water. You, the you mean the ocean. You yeah. mean the ocean. That's big.: I've tasted salt. I've tasted. Yeah, yeah, t- totally. Though, no. gosh, I think there's just pride in Michigan, but I see that everywhere. I mean, I've met people from Ohio that are screaming Ohio, and I just—I think there's just a—and uh, maybe most cities are like this. But since I'm from Michigan, I guess I feel biased. I just think there's a there's a hardworking blue collar—I mean that in the best way—mentality. I never would have become a hit writer if I didn't see my friends, uh, parents, and my own parents, and everyone just. Working hard, uh, and it's a great community. I, mean, we, I lived in Gross Point, Michigan, and people say it's really snobby there and whatever else, uh, because there are a lot of nice houses and you know whatever else. But we would leave our, our our key to our house at the next door neighbors in case we got locked out. They'd leave their key to our house, and you know I'd, I'd try to sneak in and you know you know flirt with their daughters sometimes, but that didn't work out. You know there's just a lot of trust, a lot of love. It's a great, great. Uh, place to grow up that's all that's all i can say and you know i don't know a ton about motown but i loved kiss growing up and kiss wanted to be the beatles and the beatles were influenced by motown my favorite band van halen recorded dancing in the street i didn't even know that was a motown song so when you think about all the joy and the magic that was brought to the world from motown it's, it's pretty incredible you know
1: I'm trying to look up right now. My son, he is a filmmaker in L.A., and when he was a freshman in college, he redid a version of Dancing in the Street with Jagger and Bowie, and he's had, like... David
3: Bowie, yeah, of course. Now, listen,
1: he's had, like, I don't know how many multi-multi-million... I'm doing it right now in front of everybody. Dancing in I'm going to see how many YouTube... He's been on the cover of Reddit, (laughs) Dancing in the Street, like, dancing... Oh, dude,
3: that was a huge video on MTV, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, but the one he did... In the streets. They're doing this. I love how we're doing this on our show. Um, Strack <laughs> Gotta Azar. got to plug your son, man. No, no, he's wild. He's wild like you, Strack Azar. Let me see something real quick. Let me see how many views. You ready for this? He's got ten, yeah. right at 10 million views on it right now on YouTube. That's incredible. Crazy, crazy. Anyway, the uh, he did it as a freshman project where he took away their the vote the audio and did their own audio to it. It's insane. All right, so oh, that's let's get back hey, to going
3: it. Hey, so going back yeah. to because because a lot of songwriters are listening to this, I imagine, right?
1: I would imagine that there are half a million wonderful Mississippians and beyond listening, and some great. of them, well, some for, of them are those songwriters. Of you,
3: going, back to, going back to Bob Seger, which is so incredible, you opened up for him. I've never even met him. It's funny how songs can change. People ask me all the time, well, I have a title. I don't know if it works. One of my favorite hands down Bob Seger song is We've Got Tonight. Who needs tomorrow? Yeah. But a lot of people, you probably know a lot of people don't know that that song was originally called This Old House and he had a complete lyric about an empty house that he was just wandering through or something. And then I think before he went to the studio, he must have had an instinct that, well, this could be bigger if it was a relationship song. I always love that that story. My song for Jake Owen, Alone With You, that was the number one, was actually called Running With Scissors. Jake (laughs) Owen wasn't comfortable with that lyric a year later when he decided to record it. He wasn't a writer on it. So the title, the whole reason we wrote the song it's not even in the song anymore. So I guess the wow. point is songs are not always that precious. They can change. They can morph. They can move. But I just love that story about this old house yeah. became We've Got Tonight because I don't think a song about an old house would have affected me as much as We've Got Tonight. I love that song.
1: Well, think about this. First of all, first of all you're right. A lot of songs that we've all written and our friends have written that have become successful. Randy Van Warmer, the late... Great. Randy Van Wormer. I loved him so much. We, we both wrote over at Murr Music for a while back in the day. He wrote, you left me just when I needed you most. It was a big hit Ooh. on him, but it was about his car. And it didn't <laughs> say it's, you, you stopped and you couldn't coast and you left me. Just, and that's where it all came. And then, he, of course, he changed out the car into the woman and it was game on. And that changed his life. Wow yeah cool story incredible what a good man what a beautiful beautiful so all right we're talking any
3: any any time he couldn't get the seatbelt open he thought of his his girlfriend's bra okay thank you (laughs) thank you don't cancel me it's a joke people yeah
1: jt harding's with me he's on fire right now on fire yeah well
3: dude i haven't been up this early since the 80s man you know i had to i had to get up early to be on this podcast but i'm having a great time and i'm flattered that you asked me to do it man anytime i can talk to an artist like yourself it's awesome
1: well i love doing this hang in there jt Harding. Party Like a Rock Star is the book. You got to check Woo. it out. Go to visit Mississippi.org. JT and I and many others are going to be at the Palm Coast Songwriter Festival at the end of April. Check it out, into May. Who knows what's going to happen? JT may bring the FedEx outfit that he still has somewhere packed I might, away I might, in I his might. drawer. We'll be right back.
3: You make me.
1: Online.com. Guarantee Bank. Member FDIC.
2: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A murky, cloudy day today with a slight chance of rain, high near 71. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms likely low around 40 degrees. You're finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 53. And four-year Saturday, mostly cloudy, high near 52. Weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
4: to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it
0: This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the Windows PCs and tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. A start to a simpler experience with Windows 11 Pro. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. As Russian attacks continue in the Ukraine, Senator Roger Wicker is calling on President Biden and Congress to provide aid. Wicker, who is a ranking member of the Helsinki Commission, said this.
3: Uh, My colleagues, Europe is at war at this very moment. The lives of tens of thousands of young Europeans hang in the balance at this very moment because of the delusional dictatorship currently in control and controlled in Russia, and because of his brazen attack. The free world deserves better than this modern-day Adolf Hitler. If Vladimir Putin's recent words and deeds have a haunting familiarity, it is because they are directly out of that Nazi madman's notebook. To keep up with the situation in Ukraine, head on over to supertalk.fm.
0: In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
1: If you're going out, someone new. I'm, I'm trying to keep There's up with my man, JT. I'm usually the hyper one, but JT, he's not hyper. He's just... Yeah, oh, man, oh, I'm excited to be
3: on here, man. My book has been released. I'm like a hummingbird I love on it. Red Bull over here, man. Are you going to bring it. me...
1: I'm going to buy the book, and you're going to sign it for me, because I like having Oh, I'll all bring my you friends. one for
3: sure. I, I, so, so, you know, as we keep saying it's called Party Like a Rockstar, I mean... Definitely, I got to put some tape or something over it. Party like an Azar. Party like I will figure it out. Oh, definitely. Here's a good thing, you know. Uh, uh, Gary Luby down there uh, is actually set it up with the book company to have books for sale at the show. Fantastic! But I'm going to put uh, Jimmy Buffett's picture on the cover so it actually sells down there. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> it's a Mississippi boy, by the way.
3: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, of of course. I grew up down the
1: street from BB and Charlie and. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. And uh, so many wonderful, and right down the street, do you know, JT, within 15 minutes from where I'm looking out my window right now, is the home of Kermit the Frog, Jim Henson and the Muppets. Hmm? Come on.
3: Oh, that's
1: incredible. Nobody. I mean, that's just the way, I was talking, I had a... Pierre Larue on my show
3: one wait, time. Well you need what you guy. need to do to a cover. It's not easy being Steve. <laughs> it's not. It's never Remember easy. it's not easy being green. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Come on. It's not easy. I'm not older I'm not older than you I hope.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know, man. We're both getting up there and I uh, I did grow up in the MTV days. So when they were when they were making hay. For us youth in college in the uh, in those 80s, man, it was just in fact, we've got the Grammy Museum here down at Delta State where I went to college. And so just right down the street. And uh, we've had an MTV exhibit. I think Martha Quinn was here. Well, one of a a couple of the jocks were here. Um, But anyway, the original. But anyway, it's it's going on right now. That exhibit. I mean, that was a pretty historical time. Pretty it's funny you say
3: that. I still write lyrics down on pieces of paper. I keep a pad with me. Of course, I keep titles and stuff in my phone. It's much easier. But one day I was in a writing session here in Nashville, and someone said, you still write on paper? I said, yeah. What do you think you're your, you know, Taylor Swift's uh, uh, computer? is going to be on display in the Country Music Hall of Fame where you go in and see all these old lyrics. So I go to the Country Music Hall of Fame one day. I played a show over there. And you know what they have behind glass on display with alarms around it? Taylor Swift's computer! No way. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And there's all these people taking pictures of it. So the joke's on me, you know?
1: Well, let me tell you what. For me, the computer, when Gateway sort of made their first thing, when I got to see... The lyrics that i was writing because i wrote really bad and i was all over the map it organized me you know what i mean and so it did help me do that but but there is a magic about having that book i mean james house i've written a zillion songs that james james loves his books he's got great handwriting he loves to write it when it's officially done it's gorgeous and he's gonna have he's had a ton of joe bonamassa uh, hits songs on the last three right. albums like a ton, but obviously wrote "Broken Wing," "I Ain't That Lonely Yet," and a week or two, plenty of hits on the countryside. But he has them all written down. Uh, I, I mean, love that. I love that. It's amazing. I mean, that's a book in itself, you know. So I guess there's a nostalgia 100%. to that. You know, pretty cool. Yeah, nostalgia. my
3: friend, um, you probably know Marv Green, who wrote Amaze for Lone yeah. Star, but yeah. also I called Mama. He had such a big hit years ago, but he still has. It's uh, I call Mama Shotgun Writer for Tim McGraw, but he um, he writes it all in a book too, and he has really great handwriting as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I don't, so I'm not letting anybody yeah. see. And you know my handwriting actually, JT changes in the hour. Like I don't really oh. have one. You know, it's no. like you know, and and sometimes I'll make yeah. uh, capital letters. Hey, you should,
3: you should you should cut back on the Viagra. You know yeah. your handwriting <laughs> might change. It might not change that much, dude. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. I love it. so. Much. All right, JT, so tell me, once you get to yeah. Nashville, right, you, when did you go from L.A. to Nashville, or did you go back to Motown? What was your route?
3: No, that, that's, a, that's a great question, and everyone has their own story. That's another reason why I wrote the book. It's the book I wish someone had written when I was trying to get in the music business because I didn't have any roadmap at all, just David Lee Roth interviews, which was right. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. deciphering hieroglyphics in the dark. <laughs> So, uh, I, so I was working for Linkin Park. They started letting me open for them at their sold-out concerts, and I would pass out this CD I had. I did, have, I did sign big record deals. I made a big record with John Mellencamp's band. Not a big record, a real record, but the labels would drop me, and I would be heartbroken, but I always just kept writing. So someone, at, after one of the Linkin Park shows, said, your, your songs are like three-minute movies. You have to go to Nashville. So I signed a writing deal, and they started sending me to Nashville, Probably around 2005, I believe. I mean, it seems like yesterday. But here's another thing I had that publishing deal for a couple years, and I tell writers all the time, you kind of have to have your first deal. It doesn't mean things are going to change overnight. Yeah. And that deal came to an end, and I was flabbergasted. Like, are you kidding me after all this? And I was writing songs five days a week. Oh, the best songs in the world. I thought I'd written the best songs in the world. Until I got to Nashville, then I really got to it. So that publishing deal ended, but then here's the, the fun. My apartment got condemned and everything else, and I moved out of it. was kind of just sleeping wherever I could. But here is the fun twist. Very shortly after I lost that first deal, I wrote Smile with Uncle Cracker, who had yeah. not had a record out in over five years, and then Somewhere With You that Kenny Chesney put out. So after all that time of working and sweating and, and worrying what was going to happen, uh, you know sparks flew when i least expected it so that was kind of my path path and then i had those two big hits right out of the gate but i also say it doesn't get easier just because i've had a bunch of hits doesn't mean today darius rucker is going to jump out of bed and record anything that i that i tossed sure. his way or keith urban or any of these guys you know steve i still have to write every day and try to write the best song you know in town but that my path is really different michigan LA, Nashville. But once I got to Music City and I, I knew I had to stay here because there were so many bachelorette parties, I couldn't believe it. No, I knew I had to stay here because I wanted to write songs and it's a great place to live. And Nashville is very nurturing. People really do help each other. It's competitive, but I've made great friends and I really feel like it can be a very nurturing town.
1: I love it. I love that. I love hearing it. I forgot, totally forgot you wrote with Cracker, smile. I spent a night yeah. at a, in a casino in Windsor after a show with <laughs> Cracker and uh, and uh, John Rich, and that I wish I could forget. But anyway, on another hand, that's one of those. That's things. That's a good
3: song title. Yeah. yeah.
1: I wish I could forget. Oh,
3: dude, I know when you write with Cracker. I mean, you were in the casino with him. I mean, I couldn't afford to sit in the casino with him before I had my hits, and when we would write. He would be chain Good smoking dude. and my nose would be running and yeah. my eyes were as red as the Netflix logo. I was like, can we just go outside for a minute?
1: <laughs> hey, let's talk about that song. I mean, because that was a game changer for him. It was, it was, it really was. And it's it's huge. It's a huge yeah. record. You know, you're talking, I've been overseas and heard that record. You know, you hear it in places, you know, it's almost like uh, here in. Uh, uh stapleton with uh tennessee whiskey that's even on pandora channels that are doing reggae and smooth listening jazz you know they even even play
3: that on the on the on the aa channel it's crazy it's crazy all right they do
1: but with that sense when you guys wrote smile did you have a feeling did
3: did, did, i did we so we went up to he had a cottage in michigan He, he always stays in michigan he loves michigan We wrote about four or five, I would say, average songs. Of course, I probably thought they were good. And then on the last day, we'd been writing for three days, we didn't really know each other, and on the last day, we were packing up our little home studio, nothing fancy. We were literally about to all go our separate ways. He had not had a record out in five years. His record label wasn't even returning his calls. Yeah. And he just yeah. said very casually, sipping a Fago soda out of a Detroit Red Wings cup, he said, what about a song called Smile? And I just was like, wow, I'll never forget it. He said, I want a song that my three daughters think is cool, but also my mom can dance too. And I thought, Oh, four generations of music embracing one song. No problem. Let's go to NASA and go to the moon while we're at it. <laughs> sure. But anyway, so we started smile and he had the cool, he had the best line in the song. He said, cooler than the flip side of my pillow. I'd never heard that line before. And I love in songs. this is a hard thing about songwriting, saying something so simple that everyone knows what you mean, but you haven't really heard it that way before. So we recorded smile on a little demo I knew it was a smash. I felt it in every b- b- yeah. drop of blood in my body. And what do you think happened? A couple of years went by and like, uh, I don't know, that long went by. A long time went by and no one called us about it. No one even even mentioned the song. But then uh, Rob Cavallo, a big producer who produced the Goo, Goo Dolls and Dave Matthews and Green Day, Alanis Morissette, he was producing Kid Rock. I don't know Kid Rock at all, but Cracker somehow played him Smile and b- Rob Cavallo said, oh, I'll produce this on you. And once Rob Cavallo said, I'll produce this, it kind of got everything going. Cracker's label decided to make an EP. And then the song came out, and it just was gigantic. And I'll tell you this from my heart. I forgot that I did not put this in my book. I wish I did. Yeah. I knew wow, that if we had the right song. Version. you have a second version. Go ahead. Yeah, I knew it. Exactly. I knew if we had the right song, that the Uncle Cracker song would show up at radio stations, and they'd say, is this the guy that sang Follow Me and Give Me the Beat Boys? I didn't even know he was still around. But I knew that if they just played it, if it was the right song, that they would play it on the radio. So in one way, we got very lucky, And but I just always knew that if we could just make sure that it was a good song it would have a chance and then it just became yeah a giant hit it's been in, used in movies and ice cream commercials it's, you know number top five in australia it's big all over the place it's for everywhere, those of you that, that know me i like my money where i can see it hanging in my closet uh, that's why i'm such a cool dresser <laughs> it's so good. and there's much more to that story uh really great details in my brand new book Called, party like a rock star. Called party
1: yeah. like a rock star. It's
3: yeah, because Cracker JT would Harding. fall asleep a lot when we were writing. It was. those the stories are really funny. Come on,
1: Cracker. What's he doing? Oh
3: yeah, he, yeah. He, I'll never forget it. He was like that acoustic guitar makes me sleepy. And he oh would just wow. Fall asleep.
1: <laughs> wow. There you go. There you go. We Woo. should call him right now and get him on the horn. Just say, Are you up? Are you up? Wake up. Y- I got yeah, JT exactly. Harding on the phone and we're talking about you. Don't go nowhere. Visit Mississippi.org. Check it out. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show
5: on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran,
0: Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland drive
2: The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi.
1: I love it. Catfish is excellent.
0: For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
4: Grass cutting season is almost here, and Harley Equipment and Gluckstat is ready to help you with all your preseason service needs on both Exmark and Skag Mowers. Partly has teamed up with Xmark and Skag to offer a 10% discount on all more maintenance services. This includes parts, labor, pickup, and deliveries. That's valid at the end of February. Partly can also come to you with their on-site mobile service truck.
1: Sounds like a deal!
4: Yes, it is. If you're in the market for a new X Mark or Skag zero turn mower, they're offering purchasing options of 0% interest and no money down. Hartley Equipment's annual open house will be on Friday, February 25th and Saturday, the 26th, and will have open house prices on all in stock X Mark and Skag mowers, outdoor power equipment, and accessories. Call today at 601 499 0944 or come take advantage of their springtime 10% mower maintenance special.
3: This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn and outdoor equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley.
0: Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you.
3: It's up on our towers where Blazing Fast 5G is
0: turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the Internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi.
5: All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays, presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know
0: why. Because picky people pick Polk's. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Are rolling into a Mississippi Minute JT party. Book party like a rock star. Oh, yeah, is out everywhere. Also, everywhere you need to be. I'm not talking about a credit card. I'm talking about visitmississippi.org. Check it out. Hey, uh, yeah. you know, you think about that. It had to be a great song. The only way you can make a great record is on a great song. So it had to be both happens, right? And so you, you built that foundation for him after that many years to make a radio comeback you know usually you have a couple hits and you disappear for a half a decade they forget about you it's hard because things have changed there in mainstream radio so that is a credit to that moment and that moment was destined to happen and just how you guys took a, a title as simple and beautiful as a wonderful smile right a smile goes yeah, a long and way. And
3: we've been trying to, we, I've been trying to rewrite it ever since. Cause, yeah, cause well, one thing that was crazy about Smile, it was a pop hit, but then country stations started playing it. And I right. know now with, you know, TikTok and all these other things and, and, and lots of teenagers on their phones or grownups, too, have every kind of music on one playlist. But at the time, that really wasn't. Happening, And so I've, everyone's like, let's write a song like Smile that crosses over. It's like, I've been trying to do it for the last 10 years. It's not that easy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're in the room written, and they want to rub happy, on you. I've written I've yeah. written
3: laugh, I've written every, every, every word for smile you can imagine. But uh, right. some things just are magic, I guess.
1: Well, I mean, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it, you do it. And you're really good at that whole crap, the craft of it all. And then all of a sudden, I feel like that you're blessed every once in a while. And you go, oh, thank you. Because it's just yeah. hard to do. You know, you look at somebody like, uh, what's the guy's, David? Uh, my, well, I mean, I saw Burt Bacharach in concert one year at doing the, at the Frank Sinatra charity event. Oh, wow. And I had, wow. I had played the show the year before, and he played it next year. I was going like, well. I, mean, I wonder why people even wanted to see me because, oh, my gosh. I mean, and some people were going, you know, he was going, raindrops keep falling on my head. And he said, you know, but he was 80. You know, he's like wow. almost 80. And everybody was going, like, he doesn't sound great. And I said, he sounds incredible. Incredible. Yeah. One of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. But as a songwriter, I totally was moved. But. You think about David Foster I was thinking about. There's so many people that have written so many hits. They just keep coming. But I think in a lot of situations, as great as they are, they got all these artists that are coming to them when they're hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they have these uh, constant course. opportunities. So if you and Darius yes. don't get in, the, in together, and you and Cracker don't get... Now, you and Cracker got together when Cracker wasn't hot. So that's a credit to you and uh, on another level as far as I'm concerned. That just
3: Yeah, and, and to him as well for taking a chance. Sure. He had heard some other songs I'd written... That weren't necessary that no one else knew, but he was like, let's give this a try. You know, I think he was. You know, he's a smart guy. He had been working really hard and yes, uh, he doing is. a lo- Yeah, he is, and smart. he never had any. Not that I need to go here, but I don't think he ever had any money problems. Kenny Chesney was always taking him out, and he was still touring a lot. But, you know, he wanted to be back on the radio and I'd never had a hit before. So I was like, let's just make this happen. And, you know, Steve, you know this, but for the listeners, you've got to write a lot of bad songs to get to a hit. So don't be afraid of, you know, if you're listening, writing songs that maybe you're like, I'm not sure if this is that good or or whatever, just keep writing and keep writing. It's like a muscle; it just gets stronger, and That's and exactly you just have right. to write a lot of songs. I don't know why that is, you know, you, but you just have to.
1: A lot of times, impossible to get to bench 300 pounds. It's like this major feat when you're working out, and but yeah. it takes a long time if you're gonna do it in the honest way. and You're not gonna roll it up, right? I'm talking about getting there the hard way. It, yeah, It's, it's totally, a constant totally, yeah. working of that muscle. Also, you really can't have. Four toes on one foot, in you got to have 10 toes if you have them all the way in. All you got to have, you got to go all in. Because you know, people Absolutely. ask. They think, "Oh, I'm a songwriter." I said, "Well, <clears throat> you're doing three other things, and you're doing songwriting every once in a while. You may get away with it, but the chances are zero. Really, it's like winning the lottery at best."
3: Absolutely. So, it's a, like uh, Brett James, the great writer in Nashville, yeah. told me when I first came to town. He said, "This is a full contact sport here. You've got to yeah. be in it to win it." You know, you when you when you look around, anyone having success is obviously someone. I'm talking about country music is someone that's here all the time doing it, you know? Sure, sure, J.T.
1: Talking to J.T. Harding. We are rolling through a Mississippi Minute. His book is Party Like a Rock Star. He's going to be with me and others at the Palm Coast Songwriter Festival in Palm Coast, Florida at the end of April, beginning of May. It's a three-day event. It's a lot of fun. Our boy Gary puts it on, and uh, just just a great time. Uh, JT, any, yes, don't any...
3: miss it. If you're going, if you're going down there. I don't know exactly the name of the venue or anything I'm playing, but there's I'll a bunch there. of venues.
1: Not... Yeah, there's a bunch of. Them. Well, well, there's yeah, one J. main T. one, and yeah, JT Harding. Got to find him, JT. Uh, Any parting words for my listeners in Mississippi?
3: Man, you know what? To all you future songwriters, or hitmakers, I should say, out there, someone is going to have the number one song on the chart every single week from now until the end of time, and so it might as well be you, someone listening, and I just, you know, dreams come true. I'm living proof. Steve is living proof. Yeah. And my brand new book is called Party Like a Rockstar. It's everywhere available. I guarantee you, you're going to cry when you read it because it's so funny. And I'm just really, really great that you had me on, Steve. I really appreciate it. Love it. it. Can't
1: wait to hug you. See you. See you at our Mockingbird Music Festival as well, April 8 and 9 in Leland, Mississippi on the farm. Go to visit Mississippi.org later on.
3: Sounds like a song title. Thanks so much, Steve.
1: I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi minute, All 60 of them where you can take your sweet time.